And I am Alex. Welcome to the Booze Cruise podcast, where today we'll be talking all things whiskey. I can't wait. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> can you can you not wait for this one? No, I can't say. Let's go. Right, mate. So I don't know about you, but whenever I go into um, a nice hotel bar or um, a bar that's got like a really big whiskey selection. It always knocks me for six. I think I've got a quite a good grasp on whiskey, but like even now I'm thinking about seeing all those different bottles and it can be a bit of a minefield. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that uh, sometimes I don't know what I want, so I um, I kind of uh, get out of it by ordering a whiskey sour. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad, that's not yeah. a bad move. Yeah. Or because... an old-fashioned. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, yeah, whiskey cocktails, they're very, very um, specific. You know, like you're going to get definite um, flavours from them that uh, are accentuated by the type of whiskey they use. But I just think that some of them can, like something like Lefroig, oh, it's just yeah. like huge, like massive, massive, big PT monster, loads of flavour. Uh, and then something like a Glenmorangie, um, oh, I love Glamorangi and Talisker yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like super light. They've got like a, a little bit of spice, a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, a deeper flavour running through them. But even so, like that—that's all that springs to mind for me, because I just get I just get completely blindsided by it. But I think there's a there's a huge difference when you're talking about um, Scotch whisky about region. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Lowland, Highland, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Isla. Mm. Yeah. So, so the, the, what I want to talk about is the difference of how that moves into Irish whiskey as well, because I don't think Irish whiskey has as much diversity as Scotch. I completely agree. I think like when um, I think of Irish whiskey, there's always the one name that comes up, and that's Jameson. Um, another there one. Are, there are other brands available. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, but the other one, um, Tullamore um that seems to come up um, quite regularly. Um, nice. But I mean, for for me, Irish whiskey, um, I'm not a humongous fan. Um, it might just be because I haven't found the right one yet. Um, mm. But uh, as we said, when it comes to whiskey for me, I'm definitely a, uh, a Talisker um, or a Glenmorangie kind of guy. Um, if not, uh, I, I do love an, I love a bourbon. So. Oh, interesting, because the difference there between Scotch and Irish whiskies, although it, you know, it's whiskey, so it, you know, tastes of whiskey, um, there's there's a bit of a difference there. Um, and then you're moving into American whiskey, and I think there's probably a podcast on its own waiting for, for diversity in America. Uh, 100%. I think that when when we talk about whiskey, um, you we could record hours of uh, content um, around it, but I think... Going back um, and staying off piste, um, going back to the original part. If you, if I were to walk into a hotel bar, um, I know that um, you'd probably have Talisker there. You might have Ockentoshin. Um, again, and not, I absolutely love Ockentoshin. Um, but um, yeah, I think that f- for me, um, single malt is absolutely brilliant. Um, any any Scotch uh, is is kind of a go to. So that's where so, I'd be. So you mentioned before about whiskey sours. Um, how do you feel about putting a premium single malt whiskey in a cocktail? Oh, 
good question, Ollie. Good question. So I think that if it's something like a uh, an old fashioned, um, I would probably I'd probably go with that premium whiskey. Um, I think mm. that uh, it's no everyone knows that if you're going to order an old fashioned, you're probably going to have it with Woodford. Um, maybe maybe Makers. Um, as if yeah, I was having so. if I was having something like a. Um, uh, something that was mixed, uh, but via tin. So, for example, a, a, a sours. I probably wouldn't go for that premium. Um, I think it's again, it's to do with that uh, that stirred down drink. So, if I was having, yeah, maybe a Boulevardier is another good example. Probably go for a premium in that. Um, mm. So, obviously, your Rosso, your Campari, um, a nice bourbon, um, or even a Scotch in there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd pick that premium. So, I think it depends. Um, again, it's certain. It's down to your your preference, isn't it? So, what about you, man? Yeah, I'm with you. I think that you know, if you're a purist, you'll have um, you'll have your whiskey neat, or maybe one ice cube, or maybe a little bit of water on the side. Um, I think that goes for for both Scotch and Irish whiskies. Um, one of my favourites is um, Powers whiskey. It's a, a pot stilled whiskey from Ireland that has a really lovely flavour, and I, I would have that um, in a heartbeat on its own. I'm not sure that it would um, speak loudly enough in something like a sour, whereas uh-huh. something like um, I don't know, like American whiskies, I, I would I would mix more readily. So things like the infamous, you know, legendary Jack and Coke, you know, like <laughs> that's a, it's it is a, it's a global staple, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that used to be my um, one of my go-to drinks. I think that yeah, it's um, it's down to preference. And you know, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got given um, about whiskey when when I started drinking it was that it doesn't matter how you drink it. Um, uh, I mean, we've said it in in other podcasts. There is a whiskey for everyone. Um, it doesn't matter mm. if you drink it uh, ten parts water and one part whiskey. Um, it doesn't matter if you drink it neat. It doesn't matter how you drink it as long as you enjoy it. Um, so I think that that entry for me, I, I used to drink it um, with quite a lot of ice um, and some water on the side because I just really I just couldn't have the um, the flavour. I couldn't handle it um, as now I'm quite happy to drink uh, something like Lafroy um, neat um, or if I don't want that burning ses- sensation in the back uh, of my throat, then I, w- I will drink it with some water on the side. Do you think it's an age thing? Um, I, I don't know if it's so much age. I think that maybe understanding of fla- flavors. Um, I think if you were to like, if if I were to um have something like uh, Makers Mark um, or Woodford that's obviously a bourbon sweeter um, I think I could probably get away with it but I think it's just about your taste buds so yeah going back on it it could be age yeah I just think I I remember when I you know was drinking in in bars and and pubs um, you know when I was when I was younger than I am now and I think my tastes have changed like I don't know thinking about it like yeah I really really love coffee uh, now the age I am, and I can't remember being <laughs> younger and saying, oh, "I really <laughs> yeah, love the I'd taste really of fancy coffee." coffee yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then, and then I, it kind of changes. Like when I was when I was younger, when I was a kid, um, you know, any kind of flavor of ice cream was the best flavor of ice cream. Like no one wanted vanilla. And then now, <laughs> I, I'm looking Kill at that vanilla, Mad- yeah. I'm, mate. I'm looking at that Madagascar vanilla, and I'm eyeing it up. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think for me, my my I think my either my opinions changed or my or my tastes have changed a bit. Do you know what? I, I do agree. I think that um, 
you, you learn to like it, don't you? I think that when I was younger, um, I've got a real third world problem. Uh, sorry, a first world problem. Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a third world, a first world. Um, is that I was force fed olives until I liked them. Um, and I, <laughs> I think there have, there have definitely been worse problems in the world. But um, I think that that um, is, the, is the same whiskey. You go out, um, especially uh, if you're in the bartending world, whiskey is, is loved. It's kind of the king spirit some, um, sometimes. Um, and I think that you kind of have it a few times. You have it with different people. They might buy it for you. And you have you, you just drink it because it's bought. Um, but you actually get to love it and you get to like it and you work out what you like and what you hate. I mean, um, going to the opposite end of the spectrum, I re- I'm really not a fan of rye. Um, rye whiskey, but um, I, I understand that loads of people out there absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm one of those guys, man. Um, Sazerac rye for me is oh. just, mate, it's up there. Um, Woohoo! I, 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 like, yeah, absolutely. For me, it's a spiciness. It's just got such a bite. Um, Rittenhouse is another one. Um, really tasty stuff, and it, I, it, I just love the fact that it, it's got it's got a bit of heat to it. So for me, I really like it, and I think a, a rye, if you have a rye in a um, in a cocktail, something like a sour, it yeah, really, it, yeah, it really shines bright massively. So going back to your original point, uh, is there a certain whiskey that I'd have in a uh, sours? Maybe that's the call to arms for me is to go away and actually try a uh, a whiskey sours, but with rye instead of instead of a scotch or a, a, a bourbon. Yeah, good shout. I think um, it's it might lengthen it a bit, and you you get to taste the flavour profiles a bit more. But um, I definitely think it's not for everyone. Um, I just like the fact that it's quite punchy. It's kind of like um, yeah, it, it's definitely not for everyone. Okay, so I think finishing off. I've got a question for you, Ollie. If you were to walk into a hotel bar, in fact, it doesn't have to be a hotel bar, any bar um, who have a, a decent number of whiskies behind their bar, we're not talking you go in and you've got um, you've got kind of a bottom range. We're talking nice, medium range bar. Um, what would you uh, order as an entry level whiskey based drink? Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, entry level, I think there's, there's nothing wrong with Jameson's and Ginger. I think like nice, that's nice. A, you could get that anywhere. Um, if I was going to sip something, I might look towards um, something Japanese, um, just because it's it's um, going to give you kind of a bit of an interesting uh, flavour profile. I would stay away from Scotch just because there's too much to to, pro- to kind of like look at. To be fair, I've got a. Uh, I think that that's absolutely uh, great, great shout. Um, I have when when you spoke about Japanese whiskey there. I've got a final story I think to leave people on. Um, when I was working down in Ascot, um, I went into Windsor and they've got um, a little. Uh, there's a whiskey cigar shop, and absolutely amazing place. Like really nice people in there. And I went in and I was looking around and there was uh, Nika from the Barrel on one of the shelves. And I kind of looked at it and the, I made the fatal error. Um, one of the, the shop owner came up and said, oh, I've got um, an open bottle. Would you like to try some? I tried some. And then he coerced me into buying a bottle and I've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, the little square bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't so little. I bought a 70cl uh, bottle of it. It wasn't the 50cl. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll pass it on as Christmas present one day. Who knows? <laughs> amazing amazing (laughs) yeah exactly anyway um it's been emotional um we've had an absolute roller coaster of a ride um thanks ever so much for your time today ollie oh man it was my pleasure it's great to speak to you mate see you soon all right man bye